Hello, this is Lee Asim. I guess that's my last name now. It's been my last name for a while. Uh, we And I'm here with Henna Morgan. Hi. Hello. And this is episode 880. No, 880. Good yeah. job, exclamation point. Hmm. Because that's a title. <laughs> you sound so bitter about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird to have an exclamation point. But I agree. It's not uncommon. About every hundred episodes, there is one with an exclamation point. Last one was Odyssey Sings. Really? Yeah. Wow. See, I don't pay attention to those things. That's impressive that you know that. Yeah. Cool. It's pretty cool. I mean, the one after that was BTV Live had an exclamation point. Mm-hmm. But that's not really an uh, an episode like this one is. Yeah. And also considering this is the the episode. This is the album opener of album 68. I don't know mm-hmm. what to expect out of this one. Do you Have you heard anything yet, Hannah? Um, okay, I know. Well, actually, have you have you read the episode description? Because I read that. Oh, yeah, I have to read that. No, I haven't read it yet, which okay. is great, I think, so that I'm able to, to shield myself from it. Yeah, uh, it's do good. you want to read it or do you want me to read it? Because... Um, I couldn't read it. I have it right here. I just copied it from the... AIO Club, and then I closed out my web browser. So I, I know I haven't, I haven't read it. I caught a little glimpse of the end of it, and mm-hmm. I am not pleasantly surprised. So do you wanna, do you wanna read it, or do you want me to read it? Um, I can read it. Okay. Okay, Connie Kendall makes it her mission to get Jillian Marshall the perfect job in town. The journey takes them from Triple J Antiques to Wit's End to the hospital and even to Channel 10. Meanwhile, Trey Calhoun struggles to overcome his failures in school and step out of his older brother's shadow. Woohoo, new character. That sounds cool. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. he, he was teased in um, another, he was teased in one of the club recording sessions where it mentioned that the mom's name is Kayla, dad's name is, well, we knew the dad, and then yeah. Trey, younger brother. So mm-hmm. that's that's cool. We're getting his storyline kind of balanced Jillian's. But at the same time, one, this is the album cover, and two, yeah. the last time we had a split storyline with Jillian Marshall, it did not work out very well. True. <laughs> well, I, no, yeah. no, no, the time before that. Well, no. The yes. last time we had a split storyline with Jillian looking for a job, it didn't turn out well. That's true. Yes. The so, uh, whatever that uh, I want to say friend or foe, but I know it's not that one. The no, other one. Not what I expected. That was okay. Are you talking about or which one was no, okay? No, it's the it, it was in uh, sixty six. Oh, uh, much ado about jealousy. Yeah, uh, that one was okay. That was great. It's a great episode, I think. Yeah. Uh, but for this one, uh, predictions, Kathy Buchanan, writer? Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Um, so far we know, what's his name? Zeno Robinson plays Trey. I know that. I've heard of him. Was he in something else? I think he was in one of the club episodes. Okay. I th- he might have been the one of the boys in A Sun Scorched Land, but I don't mm. know. I don't know for sure. And we've got... Um, yeah. Let's see... But then also we have a different side of Cooper Calhoun uh, from the younger brother's perspective, mm-hmm. which is cool. I like Cooper. That is very good. Yeah, I like Cooper a lot too. He's great. Let's see. Um, Zeno Robinson. You're looking for him? Yeah, it says he's been in two episodes. Or no. Pro- probably including this one. Yeah. So, no, he's he was in Assange Scorch Land. You were right. Great. Called it. Great. Okay. Who did he yeah. play? Do you know? Um, I can look. Let's see. 
I might recognize his voice. Uh, Ma- I don't know how to pronounce it. It's Malid, maybe? Malid. Malid? Yeah, yeah, I remember. I don't remember exactly who he was, but that's cool. That's cool. I haven't listened to that episode in a while, but... It's a pretty good one. Yeah, it is a good one. All right, you ready to get in, jump into good job? I think so. Good job, exclamation point. <laughs> All right, see you on the other side, Hannah. All right, see ya. And let's go. Starting good job, episode 880, in several seconds. Okay. Kendall. Yes. And we're Not another word. But you. That was two words. <laughs> hey, Mom. That's awesome. Because I bought it special to celebrate. Oh, well. Celebrate what are you your celebrating? new job. That I got these new heels. Jillian, maybe what? if you didn't. Start, <laughs> where do we start the job hunt? Triple J Antiques. Yes. But there's one problem. What? what? He hates me. Oh, he yes! doesn't hate you, Connie. He dislikes you. Yes. So good I'll tackle this ice cream mountain in a back booth where people can't see me making a pig out of myself. Aw. Uh, okay. I think it's great. It's all about being entertaining. No one really cares about the weather. Well, I care about... Wait, that's well, the I'm point. I'm pretty sure it's more complicated than that. Well, yeah, a little bit more. let's go see if I can be a meteorologist. And meteorologist. figure out why there's so much empty yeah, space in the album image. Every Christian who has ever lived has failed to. Don't give up. God has great plans for you. Don't disown Jesus Christ. Be like Jillian and keep trying. Good job was written and directed by <laughs> Kathy Buchanan. Kathy Buchanan! Christopher Deal. There we go. That was weird. And music Luke Gannow. John Campbell. What? Our executive Where'd producer he come from? and Zeno Robinson. Yes, Zeno Robinson. Chris, hoping you'll join us again next time for more Adventures in Odyssey. Wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. So Kathy Buchanan actually said her name in the raps. Kathy Buchanan. Huh. Well, that's a cool reveal. I thought it was just Chris saying it was Kathy Buchanan, but that's cool. That's cool you did that. Okay, in terms of the episode, I'm giving it okay. Okay. In I don't I don't know if I should go with a binary yes or no, or good, indifferent, or bad, because Odyssey episodes aren't bad. So I'm, I'm gonna say okay. Okay, you can interpret that whichever way you want, but um, I have a couple little nitpicks. Maybe not nit, no, not nitpicks. Overarching thoughts about the way the plots weave together, like kind of like not what I expected. Um, they all they seem to be a little bit different. Jillian is bouncing from possible job to possible job, just throwing herself right into it, and immediately as soon as she does poorly, she ducks out, and that. I think is still reminiscent of her character in terms of how she was and not what I expected. But the difference is here, people are pushing Jillian out after just a little, after that little bit of time. So it's not just Jillian's problem, it's the episode's problem in painting all the characters in in a sort of way of, hey, I, I shut you out too quickly, I'm sorry, we should have trained you first. But the Jillian storyline is resolved by she accidentally did well, Therefore, that should be her job. I don't really understand why the the idea of being good at something takes education is glossed over so much in this one. Um, little bit annoyed. A little bit annoyed at the uh, the album description for say for saying she caused chaos at Odyssey General Hospital. She demolished a window display. Uh, no, Jason said destroyed. 
which basically just meant Jillian was moving things around. She didn't demolish a window display. And at a hospital, she made one patient a little bit worried by mentioning something she wasn't supposed to. But she was doing great up until that point. And again, she had no context for the conversation. No no idea of what she was supposed to do. Yeah, I'm just a little bit, little bit uh, put off by that. But then... The episode description says Trey, Hal- Trey Calhoun struggles to overcome his failures in school and to step out of his older brother's shadow. No, he doesn't. He stays in his older brother's shadow and does not even try to struggle to overcome his failures. He talks about it. He's in four scenes in this episode. In the beginning, he's saying, hey, I I was at school. And what, what is he even talking about? Is he talking about the tryouts or about... Uh, oh, he's talking about, about uh, Cooper. But... It's not in terms of I'm trying to be better than Cooper. It's that Cooper's so great, so why would I even try to to be a good person? Not even be better than Cooper, but to just why would I try to be my own person? Or why would I try to do something that I perceive as hard? And Kayla tries to tie that in by talking about a miserable experience she had with meteorology, but she was a meteorologist long before then. She should have been over her stage fright by then, but I get it if it was embarrassing. Also, why did she quit? She's, I think she's saying, yes, I was wrong in that situation. But that's different from Trey's situation. Trey didn't even try to audition because he saw that there are a bunch of other people. Why would I audition? I do a lot of stuff with music, and I there are auditions every now and then in my choir. And these days, I audition for everything that I can, mostly because I know that I can do it, uh, but also that I just want that experience and I want the exposure that trying out gives me. I don't care what other people think of how I do because it's not about that. The best person will be chosen. And besides, if I'm performing with other people, I might as well have them know how good I am or maybe not how good I am in terms of how good because sometimes I am pretty bad, but what my level of skill is and then have the directors choose uh, regardless. Kayla's perspective of you need to be able to do hard things, you need to be able to uh, live up to this trouble is kind of inapplicable to what Trey is going through because uh, Kayla actually did have something traumatic happen to her, uh, but Trey didn't. It wouldn't have been embarrassing. He was building it up into something that was insurmountable, and he didn't end up doing it. So I'm a little disappointed about that. Also, Chris's ending about life will be full of trouble. Uh... Yeah, that's Kayla's point, but uh, also, one, Jillian, just get experience in what you're doing before you try out for it, and two, Trey, um, just suck it up and do it. Get over your stage fright and just go go on. That's not trouble. That's an internal motivation that you need to have there, and Chris uses the the verse about um, a man... A man born a woman will have a life full of trouble. That's pain. And that's sin nature. That what that happens there. That because of man's depraved nature, there will be troubles in the world. That's not that yeah, no, I don't know. And then she talks about Peter denying Christ three times. That was Peter's own stupid fault for doing that? For for betraying Jesus Christ in that way? And so it's I don't I don't get it. I don't I kinda see what, what you're going for. But that was more something uh, that he put upon himself than just circumstantial. Um, I get he was going through something hard, but in these in these episodes, it wasn't. This is a moral dilemma. Where for Peter, it was a moral dilemma. But 
for them, eh, not as much. So, I don't know. Moral is overall kind of... I don't. Ag- I do not agree with the moral of the episode. It's a. It's a specific moral, but the way it applies to the different characters and the, the plots here and there, you know, it doesn't really. It doesn't really fold that. Fold that well together. All in all, having Luke Gano on sound design, like what? What? Who? Where? How? Like who is? Yeah, I think he doesn't. He do sound design for Lamplighter. I don't know. I know he follows audio news, which is funny. So if you're listening to this, Luke, give us a comment, and. Um, Kathy Buchanan in the uh, the rap in the the raps, yeah, as her voice. That's cool. Um, and Jillian was Jillian was better in this episode. I think it was mostly just her not knowing what to do that brought out her side. So I liked her restrained atmosphere. I am or her restrained countenance. I'm getting used to Monica Padilla. She's doing a good job. So this episode gets an okay. So good job. <laughs> um. Initial initial rating, uh, positive or negative or thumbs up or okay, as I like to say, because yeah. it's, it wasn't bad. But what do you what do you think? Thumbs up or okay? Positive. Thumbs up. Oh That's good. oh really? I'm I'm giving an okay. Oh okay. Wait, is there? Yeah. Hold on. You said thumbs up or thumbs down. Th- well, thumbs up or thumbs down in terms of. Well, I mean, I don't. I guess prefacing here for those who are sensitive to thumbs up or thumbs down based on what it actually means thumbs down just means disapprove but not bad getting that vibe Mm. okay that makes sense okay so i'm just gonna give it let's go thumbs down okay and you're giving thumbs up uh yeah i am okay okay wow um (laughs) (laughs) this is funny this is a funny turnaround um i have reasons okay what what are your reasons So, so um I think overall, so, like, the writing was pretty good. There was, like, one or two lines that I was like, okay, that doesn't fit or make sense. The mm-hmm. acting was significantly better than it has been in recent Odyssey history. Um, the plot yeah. was, like, things... I don't know, there was, a, there was a nice level of kind of complicatedness. It didn't feel like they just kind of threw something together and were like, yeah, good enough. Like, I feel like there was some effort right. put into it. Yeah. Um, I don't like Jillian still, <laughs> but like... Wow, so we are opposite on this thing. Wait, really? Do yeah, you like her you now? Going. Okay. Well, keep going. All right. Okay. Um, the music was really good. They had new music and I liked it. Uh, there wasn't any... I think sound design could have been better. Um, hmm. Like, just maybe crisper or something. It was just kind of like... It was like there, but I didn't notice anything in the sound design that I was like, oh, that's that's right. really good. You know how like sometimes you can really pick up on things that are they're sharper, but there wasn't really yeah. anything like that. So, um, well, we ha- we had a new sound yeah. designer on the team. Oh, really? Yeah, Luke Gano. He does. Okay. I believe he does sound design for Lamplighter. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. It was. <laughs> I, it wasn't terrible. It wasn't like I didn't notice anything that was like, oh, that's <laughs> that was like the wrong sound or something. But like, no, no, yeah, you yeah. know. But it probably no, it was. Comes it was good. I, I thought it was okay. One or two spots, and I'll get into it mm. where sound design didn't do the best job it could have. Okay. No, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, why did you give it a thumbs down? Well. Um, this is one of those episodes where I listen to it, and mostly I like it. Mm-hmm. I, I came out of not what I expected, thinking, and same old story, thinking, uh, and, <laughs> and then thinking, I don't want to be really negative on this, so I'll try to 
be as positive as I can, but also objective. Mm. This one, I, I came out of it thinking, okay, so yeah. I'll give I'll give that a I'll give that an okay. Uh, uh, but I th- I'll give that an okay as in it wasn't terrible. But now that I'm thinking about it, um, I'm still I'm still giving it a, giving it giving it an okay, but overall disapprove okay. because um, first I want to go into the description. Description on the album says Jillian can't seem to right, find the right place for her skills. Um, whether it's demolishing a window display at J and J Antiques, no, that didn't happen. Mm-mm, no, that did not happen. Or causing chaos at Aussie General ha- Hospital, that didn't happen either. It's true. She didn't cause chaos. Um, and so also the episode description says, meanwhile Trey Calhoun struggles to overcome his failures in school and step out of his older brother's shadow. Uh, no, he's not. Yeah, he, no. He's trying. He's just. He just has stage fright. That's yeah. pretty much it. That, yeah. And he's not trying to overcome it. He just mm-hmm. avoids it. He just runs away. He's, he doesn't even try to struggle. And stepping out of his older brother's shadow is a plot point brought up only in the first scene yeah. to to provide exposition that he is uh, Cooper's younger brother. Yeah. And to sort of, sort of give him a better um, mental picture of how, this is how he thinks. And I, I get it. But you can't say that his whole motivation is to be like Cooper. Yeah. Or not be like Cooper in, mm-hmm. in a sense. Um, yeah. So here's the thing. I guess it's humorous that Jillian goes into all these these places and doesn't cause chaos, um, but messes up slightly. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, you know what? I don't want, I don't, I'm not good at this. And there, there are, there is a potential here for this to, to be a really funny episode in that way. Yeah. And I think it, I think it kind of, kind of is, but. I mean, it made Jason, me laugh several times, so. Yeah. But. Everyone is such a jerk. <laughs> That's so I mean, true. Jason's wow. a jerk. Joseph Calhoun is kind of a jerk. Mm-hmm. That lady at the at the at Channel Ten. What's her name? Sky. Oh, Sky Feldstein. So that's a reference to Mr. Feldstein. Yeah, I guess I was she might be say. his daughter. Mm-hmm. But she's a jerk. Mm-hmm. I mean, she sounds like a jerk. Her voice. Her voice actress is eh, okay. Okay, but mm-hmm. she's she's mean. <laughs> like yeah. What? You didn't, you didn't need that. Um, and then Connie's a soda jerk. So they're <laughs> for. <laughs> yeah. But um, also, Jillian does not deserve that. She has mm-hmm. had no training in any of these jobs. And that's apparent when she goes in. She goes to J&J Antiques, talks to Jason. He's like, I, I don't have any experience with this, but hey, I want to rearrange those plates. And Jason's like, oh, no, steps, don't touch those. Don't, don't, you're destroying my window display. <laughs> Come on, Jason. That made it, Jason's line made it into the album description. Yeah. Destroying, demolishing. No, no, don't do that. And then um, he basically tells her, get out of here. Or says, I don't think you're good, good working here. And. I'm thinking, what did she do wrong? She's just touching things when she probably shouldn't be touching them. Mm-hmm. And she should know she's not supposed to touch them. But how is that bad? Why is that a problem? Yeah, and Jason Jason point. even Jason even admits that at the end. Mm. But he admits it because oh, – I'll get into that in a second. Then uh, we go to Wit's End where she is doing the uh, – I think the Wit's End is next, right? The what? Yeah, where she's – Wit's End is next where she's making ice cream. Yes. And she's – I think she would be actually be good at making ice cream, but her first had she had any other prior experience with ice cream? I don't think so. Uh, no, and so she pulls the lever, makes this really tall ice cream cone, which I think would be cool, <laughs> and then says, "I don't want to do this." Yeah, like you, you only had one, you only made one cone, <laughs> and you're saying, "I don't want to do this." What? <laughs> yeah. Don't don't say that you don't have skills if you barely tried it. And yeah, yeah, 
Yep. And that's that's but that does fit in with Jillian's character to back out when it gets tough. Um, so I get that, but I, I, but this problem, the problem with this, I I get that at wit's end where she's like, I don't want to do that. But the problem with this episode is that the other characters play into it and the other characters are going along with it when they shouldn't be. Yeah. There it's, well, it's, it's contradicting itself because it's saying you should try even if you think you're going to fail because it's an important experience and you're going to, I mean, it's, you miss every shot you don't take. It's that kind of thing. But yeah, yeah. all the other characters are saying this is a dumb decision that you're <laughs> making and I, I don't well, know. Not exactly. No, all the other characters are saying you've tried and you're not doing well, so get out of here. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. So they're, they're encouraging her to try, but then saying, hey, if you're not good at it, just quit. Right. So, so that, what? So that's also, I don't know. I think that's, that might be the moral this episode is, is saying. That mm-hmm. and it's a weird moral. Yeah, it is. It it's is not. Pre- it's not presented well. It's. It's. That's <laughs> not. <laughs> let me. How do I say this? It's not the moral that I believe the writers believe, but it's okay. the way it's presented in saying that because Jillian is actually good at J and J antiques, mm-hmm. and she does get the job because she was accidentally good at it. But like, no, I don't. I don't want to go. I don't, yeah. Let me actually. Let me not okay. go there yet. Let me go back. I still have the meteorology to go over. Mm-hmm. And that's, ooh, that's, that's tough. Jillian has a great, a great TV voice. I'm saying that. <laughs> I think she, I think she's pretty good. Yeah. Her style is different from Kayla's. Kayla sounds um, more, more professional mm-hmm. and more like she knows what she's talking about because she knows what she's talking about. And right. <laughs> she was a meteorologist by degree. Yeah. She has a degree in meteorology, so obviously she's going to be good at it, right. especially if she's been doing it for so long. And when show, she just basically shows up Jillian, she says, why don't you do it like this? And then says and then says it and then like, wow, you're great. <laughs> like, Jillian, you had one shot at it. Give give the girl a script of what to say or give the girl a some like tell her what the weather actually is. Have her try again. Right. I think she would actually be good at it. But she tries well, it. And then Sky Sky Feldstein says. I know that all I know is that what what does she say? She she says she has a like a funny line that, that's played off as a joke like, "Well, you're not getting this job." Oh. I see I maybe I missed it, um, but I I thought that like the whole idea was that Kayla was going to write things out and Jillian was going to talk. Isn't that the point though? Like, I think that made what, sense to me. <laughs> yeah, what does the researcher do? Yeah. What is so. what is the researcher supposed to do if the meteorologist, the person on camera, is just going to is is just going to to make up or to just say what she's researched? I, like that doesn't make sense. Yeah. I maybe I need to look into it, and I probably will for the actual review. But mm-hmm. that's kind of weird. You think that the person auditioning for the TV spot would get a, a script or get the information? Yeah. But that's weird. Yes. That's, that is that is pretty that weird. was strange to me. And the the episode didn't end right. It ended with Kayla saying, I'm gonna try for the meteorologist position on TV. But you're good at the other job. Yes. You're good at both of them. Jillian wants a job. So I guess the the way the plot was going in the episode, it makes sense to end it the way it does, but I real I do think that Jillian would have made a good forecaster. Why, with Kayla doing the yeah. research behind it. Yeah. Um, and then, then we get to the end where Jillian comes back to J&J Antique saying, I really like that job. 
and okay, well, I guess I guess that might work. And so she goes back, and they're about to beg with Jason, and Jason says, "Hey, your window display is actually pretty good." And I had people coming in, Joseph Calhoun and someone else, I forget who it was, mm-hmm. um, just to be just because of the display. So I think you should, I think you should be my or something, do the the art side of things, and eh, that's okay. And that makes me even more confused as to why was Jason so. I don't know, anti-Jillian in the beginning, because she's actually she's actually good at it. But taken in only the context of this episode, it seems like a mistake that Jillian was so good at it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, a little bit. I think the point yeah. is maybe that the... I think the original do- job description Jason kind of gave her was different than what she ended up doing. And so it was kind of like she accidentally... Like, yeah, she accidentally did well at a job, but right, it wasn't the one anyone was expecting. I feel like this has been... Oh, this happened with Penny, didn't it? There's two episodes. One, she, like, doesn't want to sell the sign to the uh, the sign for the bathroom to a oh, patron. Oh, right, right, right. No, that's it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that is two episodes, right. Yep. So that's, um... Yeah. So she yeah. was terrible at it. You know, that's, that's a pretty good, uh... Where it's kind of like good the same thing where it's like, oh, uh-huh. well, actually, you were good at this. and I don't know. Here's, okay. A um, couple things. First of all, does uh, Trey remind you of Trent? No, he reminds me of Monty. His really? voice is almost exactly like Chad Reiser's voice. Seriously? I did not hear that. Yeah, in several situations. I was thinking, that sounds like Brock Blakely. Who is hmm. Monty Whitaker? Okay. Yeah. And... But personality-wise... He's very, um, very Trent-like. I, I guess, or the sort, the small, the small bit that I've seen of him, mm-hmm. that could be the case. I feel like there's only one yeah. Trent, Trentish person on the show at a time. When right now it's Buddy, mm. but if he's a, if he's a, uh, if he is a replacement for Buddy, then that's interesting. Yeah, I don't uh, think he's I don't a. Know. I don't know. I don't think he's a replacement for Buddy, but I feel like. Yeah, you could be an, an additional personality. Yeah. Or, I don't know, Buddy kind of has evolved well, no, into his I'm, own thing. What I'm talking about is that with Trent's imagination, there seems to be only one, only one hyperactive imagination character on the show That's at a time. That's true, And yes. Trey, Trey isn't that, as no, far as I know. But um, maybe, maybe I'd have to give it some more thought, but you could you could be onto something there with Trent. Yeah. I think it was like the, because he was kind of anxious and stuff, and he plays an instrument, and he has an older brother. Like, it's that kind of thing mm. where he's just like, on the verge of being really pathetic. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but like lovable at the same time. Like I was That's like this funny. this is this is a cute kid. Like we'll we'll let him stick around, I guess. I'm trying to think is know. there anyone is there anyone more like him? No. I think oh I think he's more like Dwayne actually in that respect. <gasps> yes, absolutely. That's yep. a better comparison. Dwayne yep. Oswald. <laughs> hey. I love him. He's great. He's great. Um, um but yeah. Trey speaking of Trey, he's a little bit he seems to be a little bit disrespectful in the beginning when his parents are encouraging him and he's kind of speaking in a sort of mocking tone about yeah. about Cooper. Uh, but okay, it's it's played off as a joke and I think it's a, it's kind of acceptable. Yeah. And characters are flawed. Right. People. <laughs> speaking of sound also speaking of sound effects which we were talking about mm-hmm. earlier, there's a computer sound or a cell phone sound at the beginning. Yes. That, that is effective in showing us there's a phone here but it's not really a phone yeah. sound effect if you know what I mean. 
Yes, I did notice that now that you say that. And it was, uh, yeah. yeah, I was it, like, wait, what is that? Oh, I guess it's a phone. Okay. Yeah. Because phones make noise, apparently. <laughs> like, they do, but yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't have any, like, like, <laughs> every time I tap my phone, it does not make a noise because yeah. that would be obnoxious. There are a bunch of other little but, nitpicks I, I have about this here and there that don't really pertain to this episode particularly. Uh, mm-hmm. But I want to talk about Chris's ending. Did you have anything else you want to say before that? Um, let me like look through my notes. Oh, again, see, Odyssey does this thing sometimes where they'll give us a really dumb character and then <laughs> and then have them say something dumb and then kind of, it's almost like they like turn to the camera and they're like, huh, that that was funny, right? And you're like, no, <laughs> like. <laughs> a dumb a dumb no. person saying what you would expect a really dumb person to say is not funny. It's just obnoxious and you're just like no one is this like incompetent. And it, I uh, think with, with though awful. with the comic relief characters it is actually kind of funny sometimes because it's well, it, in character for them to say it. It works sometimes, but it has to be like you have to be realistically yeah. dumb and I I don't know. I always end up just feeling like bad for the character a little bit i i don't know i don't after like hearing it. after hearing this i am reminded how good uh nightmares by constance was mm. such such a i love that that was a episode. good episode so much and jillian in yeah. there says, has lines like and premedicated where it's kind of it's a, it's a little dumb but it's funny i yeah. like it um yes uh one more thing yeah jason and jillian is a ship now <laughs> no it's 100%. not because jillian, in, in <laughs> no reaction, they're ending up together <laughs> In my reaction, uh, Connie says, hey, we could try for J- Triple J Antiques. And Jillian's like, no, I don't want to go there. Why not? Because Jason hates me. Yes. You said it. <laughs> That's what I said. I was like, uh, she said, no, he does. I said, yes, he does. Yes, he does. <laughs> Connie says, strongly dislike. I'm like, yes. Mm, mm. <laughs> That's awesome. No, Poor, oh, Jillian yeah. seems like a, like a girl saying, oh, but he hates me. Yeah. And she's, I don't know, maturity-wise, growing a little bit maybe yeah it's i don't know it's almost i almost want to be like isn't that what odyssey does to people though like it helps them grow like it's it's a character building thing you know like giving them everyone starts out mess no no, no, it starts out a mess but oh yeah yeah. not giving them a relationship but just like being in odyssey like connie wasn't a christian when she started out she was really whiny and immature and everything Mm -hmm. and now she's not now she's better she's a christian <laughs> yeah <laughs> no she's good she's had a lot of no she is yeah and same uh, thing with eugene has developed like so much oh my oh, gosh yeah. oh yeah. yeah i mean his, his we could talk about that for hours <laughs> <laughs> not going on that no. that uh side road right now but i kind of hated myself by the end of it because i was like they kind of make a point and i'm like starting to ship them almost and i really don't uh, want to yeah i mean wait let's wait until album <sighs> 70 76 okay. or something like that before we yeah. even start to think about jason and julian okay okay <laughs> that's that's a, that's a good good idea let's Just do that postpone that uh, uh, do you have time for me to talk about the chris wrap-up yes because i okay. want to so chris talks about two scripture references mm-hmm. neither of which have really anything to do with the episode Love that. The first one is, uh, I forget the verse, but it's something about man born of woman will have a life full of trouble. And mm-hmm. she co- tries to compare that to Jillian's 
uh, not being able to find a job to Trey's uh, finding it hard to audition and Kayla's embarrassment at being a meteorologist. And Kayla, I kind of see, but the mm-hmm. trouble she's I, that verse is talking about, I think, is man's sin nature or just yeah. the fallen nature of humanity and evil in the world that there will be hard times, but trust in Christ and it will all make sense if, eventually if you trust in him. Yes. I, I, think is, I, I think I'm representing that correctly. So, no, no, not really. That's not really the best verse. It kind of fits, but, you know, you know it, it does its job. And then, and then she talks about Peter denying Christ three times. Yeah. That's not trouble. That's your own stupid fault, Peter. Yeah. <laughs> For doing that. I mean, he was yeah. kind of in a sticky oh, situation, gosh. a moral mm-hmm. dilemma. None of these characters in these episodes are in moral dilemmas. No. No. That that doesn't that doesn't fit. And well, besides, who's who's paying attention to Chris really a, a lot of the time at the end, though? Anyway, right? That's a good point because I didn't really. Th- I was just like, yeah, yeah. Versus what are we? Talking I was about? writing them yeah. also, so yeah. I mean, there are many times when Chris is really good, and then every once in a while, like this, where I think, no, no, yeah. that that, did, that didn't really work. Fix it next time, please. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It, it did its job though. This this was um, yeah. this was okay. Driving. As far as a plot and building the world of Odyssey or the town of Odyssey, in in a sense, this was this was okay. Yeah, I'm calling I'm calling this one okay. Uh, predicted rating is maybe two and a half out of five, something like that. Really? Not not, not really? too not too high. That's terrible. That's fifty percent. That's a failing grade. No, it's not. It's not. Yes, it zero, is. Zero is. Listen to me. Zero is a failing grade. So is fifty percent. No, it's not the grade. Pretty sure. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, in school, if we yeah, were in, in school, school, it's a failing grade. That's why the rubric is not um, Common Core. Gotcha. Well, <laughs> no. Listen, the the okay. well, the long end got two and a half. That's and fair. that episode is not a failure. Kind of disagree. <laughs> I don't okay. know. Okay. I well, see what you're saying, though. No, I okay. dis I disapprove of the long end, but it's not a mm-hmm. failure. You know, the only episode yeah, that's a failure right, that's is Bethany's Flood, and that's barely a failure. <laughs> <laughs> You're way too positive about this. No, I do, I don't I know. do actually like Bethany's Flood for one reason. I don't reason. mind it. <laughs> mm. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, anyway, uh, closing thoughts. I think we've already given closing thoughts, right? I guess. Yeah, it was it was decent. I, I enjoyed listening to it. There were probably things they could have improved on, but I feel like it was there was effort put into it. The acting mm. was good. So that, that usually like bothers me the most, honestly, is if acting is bad. Yeah. So I feel like people, people really cared when they were making this. And also in album 67, the first episode wasn't amazing. And then like they got better. So yeah, well, I'm, album, I'm good with this. Album 67 overall was one of the best, one of the best albums in a long time. Yes, absolutely. Um, because of the world building that Phil Lawler did in the first episode, I don't mm-hmm. think this episode has that potential, uh, has mm-hmm. that has that power yet. But um, okay. I I still yeah it's a decent episode. Okay okay acting great to have Luke Gano on the team now. Yeah. Um, and yeah that's the that's the review. Uh, thanks so much for sticking around, Hannah. I'll see you next week then. Yeah, we'll see ya. See ya. You're listening to AIO Audio News. Yeah.